Dead men tell no tales. Fifteen men loaded in man's chest. Yo ho ho and a bottle of rum. Drink and the devil had done for the rest. Yo ho ho and a bottle of rum. The ship with black sails that's crewed by the damned. Welcome aboard the Black Pearl. Welcome to the Black Pearl Show, a Pirates of the Caribbean podcast where we analyze, scrutinize, and plunder the Pirates of the Caribbean films. And yes, like I've been saying, the expanded universe, we dabble in history, gotta chat euphemisms when they come up, and we strive to have a hell of a good swashbuckler time each and every freaking week. That's why we're here. Or maybe because we have nothing else to do besides sleep. And work. Oh, and work. Damn it. I'm Scott Artis from scottartis.com. And I'm Heather Artis from blackpearlshow.com. Blackpearlshow.com. Congratulations, you remembered the helping hand. You switched it up on me. What do I got to say? Apparently you didn't say anything because you can't remember the URL. (laughs) It's not that difficult. You switched it on me. I know, I did. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode as we make a couple of bold propositions. One for matrimony and the other to join the dark side. Perhaps. (laughs) It's actually minutes 100 and 101 of Dead Man's Chest, the topic of today's discussion. And yes, a nice euphemism to wrap up the minute. It's like Terry and Ted know I want double entendres. I gotta have them. Cuts me some euphemisms. (laughs) You know? Yep. I went downstairs to get me a cold euphemism. Yeah, that was a failed uh, sweet brown callback. God damn it. it, it, That was really really bad. Yeah. That was really bad. Yeah. If I wasn't so lazy, I'd cut that out. (laughs) But no, now all of you have to hear that just failed joke. Hey, one in a hundred fail? Most of them are pretty good. But before we get started, we have a few things to cover. Firstly, there's that little thing called the second annual listeners appreciation contest. Love? How dare you? Get the hell out of here. No, contest action. Because we're giving away some pirate stuff. Just a little something to say thanks to all the blooming cockroaches in the audience. All you guys out there? That's cockroaches. 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 La cucaracha. La cucaracha. Really? La don't. Cucaracha. That's for, because we're in California. It's a shout out to our Mexican <laughs> compadres. But over the next two weeks, you have a chance to enter and possibly grab yourself a little pirate booty. Woo woo. Just for a like and comment on the Facebook post at our main page. I'll get that up tomorrow, Thursday. Depending on when you're listening to this, I guess. Or when Name he's your day reminded. Of the week. No, I have to get it up if I'm announcing it. Uh-huh. So it will go up on Thursday, like I said. Ah, Monday. No, it has to go up on Thursday. If I'm putting dates on it, it has to go up. Therefore, tomorrow, Thursday, it will be up. I'm not saying exactly when. I'm not going to say like 9 o'clock in the morning. But it will be up somewhere on that timeline. Midnight. You know, why do you belittle me all the time? Really? Belittle yeah, you? Belittle. So anyways, it's uh, Facebook at Pirates of the Caribbean Minute. Like the post. You can like the page too while you're there. Tell us briefly why you like Pirates of the Caribbean. 
nothing major, just a little, why do you like it? Why do you like the film franchise? That's the thing. That's the rule. We put the post up about the contest. They like it and then they give a comment. And anybody there is entered into the contest. So they have to like it and give a comment. Yeah. Why not? Okay. Why are you making this so difficult? I'm just asking. I'm just clarifying. So that everybody out in the out there in the world give it knows. a like and a comment, okay? If you just comment, I probably won't throw you out because that'd be too much freaking work for me to have to we whittle that out. But you know, throw me a bone. Just throw a thumbs up there or a laughing face. I don't know, whatever. But you head on over, you check out the post, and go from there. Unfortunately, it is limited to U.S. residents. Got a shipping thing. That's yeah, why. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you can't give us a like or tell others to give us a listen. I know it's like a one-sided thing there. But yeah, maybe at some point we'll be able to do something for international folks. But at this stage, currently, my sincere apologies. And you'll you'll hear why. Because here's a list of the prizes, which I should say may be subject to change, given not all have arrived yet. Because they're on their way. That's why it's kind of delayed-ish, but it's still going to go up. Don't worry. Because there's always a possibility something happens in transit, you know, all that kind of stuff. And I think it's rather awesome, though. We'll see if Heather confiscates anything, too, because she's already thinking about some of it, or one of it, because she really only knows about one thing. I pretty much kept her out of the loop. I know about two things. No, you don't. You think you do. You change things up Yeah, I had to. I ran into some legalities. Let's just say that. So here you go. Here's the prize package. So are you excited to hear about it? I am, because I want to know what I could have. Oh, no, I have. I mean, like? You're like Spencer, who just thinks that we were supposed to hand him the... Contest prize. Trying to make backroom well, deals. You know? It's weird. I chose Heather, the co-host <laughs> for the show, because she liked and commented on the post. But, it, okay, here we go. Straight from the NorCal Pirate Festival. Vol, I should say. Pirate Festival, not Pirate Fest... Whatever I said. Festivus. Festivus for the rest of us. The NorCal Pirate Festival. A machined metal kraken with this red powder coat finish. I think it's red, right? Someone leaves me to know the color... When I have some color deficiency issues. It's been a while since I've looked at it. A wall decoration, basically. We got one last year, and I love it. So we got another one for the lucky winner. But Heather, like she said, she wants to steal it. Well, I did pick it out. That she did. I mean, I'm going to post some pictures on our social media page on this stuff. So then people can see it. And then they'll go, oh, yeah, I got to get that. So Heather can't have it. That's that's, that's my whole goal. That's a little on the rude side. So, yeah, a Kraken for the wall. Looks cool. We have one, like I said. This one's different color. That's why she wants it. I know. I picked it out because I really liked it. Well, number two on the prize package. This isn't like different prizes. This is all one prize package. One person gets it all. That lucky That lucky scallywag. A Pirates of the Caribbean skull logo pewter pen. It's the skull used in the teaser poster for Dead Men Tell No Tales. Ooh, that sounds nifty. Yeah, it is. You know what skull that is on that teaser poster? Kind of had like the... Well, actually, why do I have to explain it to you? You're on a Pirates of the Caribbean podcast. Just me saying the teaser poster. I don't know why you're explaining it to me. Yeah. A 17th century, because this is number three. Mind you, yeah, I said a 17th century. That's 1600s, Scallywags. Something from the 1600s is actually in the prize package. Not a replica. Actual 1600s. I didn't tell Heather about this. It's a Spanish colonial Caribbean pirate era cob coin. Definitely weathered with a lion and a fort. Really? On the front and the back, heads and tails. Well, that's pretty awesome. Cobb, because the Cobb coin. Cobb is actually being that of a bar of silver that was simply cut into chunks of the appropriate weight. 
And then these small silver clumps were then treated as if they were finished planchets and were hammer struck between like these dies, these crude dies to get the imprints. Huh. Wow. Some sweet 17th century pirate treasure, an actual coin from the 1600s. That's awesome. You bet it is. And the last item on the prize package list, a replica cutlass, pirate cutlass, sword, a freaking sword, and with an ornamental sheath, I should say. Really? Yeah. A freaking sword is in the prize package. Is it plastic? No plastic. It's like, what a is contest. It foam? Not foam. Actual metal. Wow. Metallic. And of course, you must be 18 years and older and recognize that this is indeed a replica sword for display as a prop. No swashbuckling. Got to tell all you pirates out there. No stabbings. I was going to say Black no Pearl stabbings. Show does not endorse rogue pirate action or stabbings. No. Unless we're the ones doing it. This is strictly, we have to say it, it's a prop for the wall. Don't go to the store with it. Yeah, don't carry it. There you go. Sword, coin, pen, and a kraken. So that's it. That's the prize package. That's an awesome prize package. Yeah. We'll I see if you I can get it. I was eligible. You're not eligible, so don't even try. Don't even set up fake names or accounts. Oh, I got an idea. What? Nothing. So get on over to our Facebook page and enter for a chance to win. The contest is open through Thursday, August 15th at 11.59 p.m. Close it out. We'll announce the winner on the following show. So good luck and thanks for listening. You get one entry for liking and commenting on the post, but here's a bonus then. You can have another two entries just for leaving us a review on iTunes because that's an extra step. That's a lot more work. That's what I learned the last time. So a random name will be drawn. And if you go and like our post and then also give us a review on iTunes, that's three entries into the pot. Wow. Yeah. It's almost worth going to iTunes. Exactly. Damn it. You're a good marketer over there. It's like you are a host of the show. <laughs> so yeah, it'll be drawn on August 16th. And for those who've already left a review, I'm not forgetting you. Just send an email letting me know you want to be entered into the contest for the review portion. And then I'll throw you your two entries since you're kind of that hardcore listener from the past. That way we reward those avid listeners and welcome the newbies. There. Everybody can have a chance to get their three entries for the contest. I'd like two entries, please. You're not getting any entries. Besides the contest, I also have a bit of other pirate news. Arr! Thank you for that. You're welcome. This is also pretty exciting. I mean, it's not sword exciting. Actually, maybe it is. Because the Lady Washington. Oh, yes. Oh, that famed 18th century replica tall ship. We'll be making the rounds along the West Coast from Washington to California. Lady Washington has appeared in various films. You've probably seen her. If you've seen the movies. If you're listening to this <laughs> podcast, you've seen it. Trust me, you've seen the ship. Portraying the HMS Interceptor in the Curse of the Black Pearl. And it also was the Brig Enterprise, which is obviously the uh, the namesake of the Starship Enterprise, for all you Trekkies out there, on the holodeck in Star Trek Generations wow. movie yeah. when they start off. And she provided the basis for the RLS legacy in the Disney animated feature Treasure Planet. She also transported Chinese immigrants to America in the IMAX film The Great American West. On television, she played a prominent role in the miniseries Blackbeard. There you go. And has appeared in, you know, music videos and things like that. She's quite the actress. Exactly. And I think she's Captain Hook's ship on the Jolly Roger on Once Upon a Time. Oh, really? Yeah. She gets around. In a good way. Get around. Round, round, around. get around. See, you don't even know. This is the Beach Boys. Come on, get on board. I with just Americana. started later in there. With Americana, you need to get on board. I was. I just started at a different point okay. than you decided to start. Nobody starts it at that point. That's just weird. Yes, the Black Pearl Show will be hitting the waters. 
Press gangs, probably. Actually, maybe a couple of them. But we're going to try and uh, make this happen for ourselves. Tall ships, Black Pearl Show. We got to go there. We got to check it out. We got to sail the Lady Washington. Yeah, it's really kind of cool because you could sail it. You could you could sail it for two hours, or they offer a sail with a battle. That's right. You could just walk on and look at it too, by the way. But they walk, offer a sail with a battle, and then at certain places they af- actually offer a two day trip. Yeah. So where you're part crew. Here's here's the breakdown that you were talking about. I actually pulled it from their website oh, just so okay. I won't forget. But thank you for the breakdown. So it's, it's a nice lead in for me, right? Yes. Because actually, she's also going to be joined by the Hawaiian chieftain, another tall ship. That's the, like the uh, and they're both I think official ambassadors of Washington State, but they're kind of coming from San Francisco Bay Area because that's where we are, and that's why we're talking about specifically the California thing. But you should look it up if you're from one of those other states, our northern buddy states. But adventure sail. And they say it's embark on a tall ship sailing adventure. You'll enjoy breathtaking views, experience sailing as it was done for hundreds of years, and meet the ship's crew. It's the best option for anyone who wants a classic tall ship sailing experience. Sign me up. You got that right. Then I go to the next one, and I go, oh, maybe I sign me up for that, too. It's the battle (laughs) sail. Our popular battle sail features booming cannons, close quarter maneuvers, and a taste of 18th century life aboard tall ships. Experience our ships in action as they vie to win the battle. Best option for families and groups looking for excitement and adventure. And those looking to be exploded by cannonballs. <laughs> oh, no. It's just loud cannon blasts. Sorry. I misread that. Oh. Then there's an evening sail for those who are maybe a bit more romantic or don't want to be seen with your partner. You really want to do that one, don't you? I don't want to do that one. Except with banjo or dog. <laughs> Cruise local waters at sunset aboard a majestic tall ship. Our evening sails are scheduled closest to sunset. It actually says closest sunset. I don't know why I said closest. That that it's like almost you're like right on top of the horizon. <laughs> it's like bring me that horizon, literally. But uh, the views are illuminated by golden light. See the tall ship sailing up close. Meet the crew and relax on this quiet evening cruise. Best option for date night and those looking for our most relaxing cruise. Mm. Ah, date night. That's just enough to scare me away. So there you have it. Once we firm up a date and get the tickets and all that jazz for ourselves, we'll probably let you know. And if any local listeners are planning to attend on the same day, they got the squeaky Peter yeah, Brady voice, definitely give us a shout. You know, harass us a bit, I guess. <laughs> That's probably okay. And speaking of shouting, don't let us uh, down, Heather. Seriously, you're not going to let us down, are you? Why would I let because you Because it's down? Pirate Word of the Week. Ahoy there, scallywags. Pirate Word of the Week in five, four, three, two, yar. What do you have for us today, if you remembered Pirate Word of the Week? I mean, it's one show. Only one show per week now. You'd think you'd be on board with this. Okay, I'm I only ready. I did it once a week anyway. I know, but it's now like only one show, so you might get confused. Whatever. The smell of you alone. <laughs> ah! This is starting off real choice. Oh, and you wanted evening cruise date night. <laughs> The smell of you alone is enough to wrinkle the nose of a pig. God, thank you for that. <laughs> Actually, it's pretty appropriate for this minute. That it is. Considering what's going on with Elizabeth and Jack. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that was pretty rude after I was just inviting you on an evening cruise aboard the Lady <laughs> oh, Washington. You didn't. I mean, Banjo, me, me and Banjo. Cruise. You could come along third wheel if you want. <laughs> This line was actually in Long John Silver's Return to Treasure Island. Oh, was it really? 
And hmm. Purity Pinker said it. Purity Pinker. Yes. It's an interesting name. That it is. I was trying to think of something derogatory to say about it, but I really can't. It's an interesting. It's almost like a comic book name. Purity Pinker. And it wouldn't be like the hero's comic book name. It would be like one Your of the alias. other characters. Or a character. I don't know. It's like watching the Big Bang and then pointing out that Stan Lee always likes to have the name that's Peter Parker. Yeah, see? Purity Pinker. Yeah, see? Exactly, it see? It's the alias. There we go. All right. Anything else on that? No. All right, that's a good one. Except if it's directed at me. Okay, here we go. Back to the basics. We are in a tiny studio. That we are. In the previous minute, the crew of the Edinburgh Trader are so thrilled with excitement that Will Turner across their paths they could get attacked by a Kraken and die. It's a hell of a bucket list, fellas. Saving an adrift blacksmith. Ah, but fulfilling bucket list isn't the only excitement. We get a spoonful of delusions of grandeur, actually. I am the sea! Thanks, Davy Jones, for clarifying. I almost mistook you for an octopus. Ah, Davy Jones. He really thinks he's all that, doesn't he? In a bag of chips. There you go. I wish I could snap. I really do have a snapping deficiency. Otherwise, I would have snapped. There you go. That wasn't me. Trust me. Mine would come off like a a silent thud. I can't even fake yours. How dare you? How does it even go? I'm not going to tell you. We're not snapping on the air. That's just weird. Minute 100 begins with Davy Jones identifying the loose lips about his chest. Jack Sparrow. The camera transitions from the deck of the Flying Dutchman to a wide sailing shot. Will Turner climbs into the mouth of the bowsprit, and just below the surface of the water, Elizabeth's wedding dress is suspended. Minute 101 ends... Not in the air, in the water. Oh. Minute 101 ends with Jack and Elizabeth's conversation taking a turn for the euphemism when she asks, Why doesn't your compass work? Jack goes (laughs) silent and is about to respond. (laughs) It takes total offense to that also. Well, come on. That's just rude. (laughs) You're not supposed to ask that. (laughs) Dare you. It's like asking a woman her age. There's just some things you just don't do. It's true. I don't know about you, but I really don't have much concerning Davy Jones as we dive into minutes 100. That's kind of funny. 101. That's kind of funny you mentioned about asking a woman her age. I was actually watching I Love Lucy tonight, and it was the one where she wasn't able to lie. And so her friends were asking her age and the color of her hair. And yeah. <laughs> we are so on trend. <laughs> Andy Griffith, I Love Lucy. (laughs) Ah, the future. 2019 is on the way as we celebrate the 50s and 60s. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Man. But there are a bunch of, you know, if we're going to get off on that kind of tangent, there are office lovers, like really hardcore office lovers like us at my office. Oh, seriously? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you guys must have a ball all day. We do. In fact, See, everybody at my office is actually watching it at, at in the office at lunchtime. And so I hear it all, and I'm cracking up, and they don't know what's coming next, and I can recite the whole thing. I know that this is a Black Pearl show, Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> but I will say this, because he made a joke about like selling some of the office equipment, and I called him Creed, and he immediately knew what I was talking about. <laughs> and then I said, next thing you know, you'll be selling toys, and I put my finger to my head like Dwight doing the, <laughs> the Princess Unicorn. <laughs> And he just he just fell over. There you go. Just that's awesome. Just having to one motion, my horn will will pierce the sky. But this isn't the office cast, no. Black Pearl, somewhere in there. Because, anyways, back to where we were going. Because I mean, I get it. 
Davy Jones hates Jack Sparrow, kind of put his heart at risk. They're not BFFs, okay? I understand that. And that's why I don't really have anything to say with Davy Jones in this like fleeting moment before we get yeah. to the meat of this. Except the way he says minutes. Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow. <laughs> it's awesome, right? I do like it. <laughs> I do too. I do. However, I'm always a sucker for a good seafaring shot. I've said it before, said it a thousand times on this show. That flying Dutchman cruising the open waters of the Caribbean, damn, that's some sweet sailing action. I really love those shots. I could almost sit there and watch just sailing shots all day long yeah, in this really movie, cool. the pirate ship yeah. stuff. Now, it's it, not like I'm going to go watch the yacht races or something like that and have that same feeling. But when I watch this movie and I see those shots, I could, I'm just like mesmerized. Well, in those shots, you can actually see Will climbing around on the mouth of the ship. Exactly. Or Will's stunt double. Well, yeah. But I have questions here to come in the next few minutes. So just keep that in mind, Will okay. climbing around on the ship. All right. Thank you. Because we're not there yet. No. Because there's this... Okay. The close second in this stuff, this minute, besides the sailing shot, is the abrupt transition to Elizabeth's wedding gown floating underwater. It's like suspended, like I was saying. There's just so much freaking symbolism right here. Blew my mind. Because I'm probably reading too much into it, like usual. Been accused of that with symbols. Nah. But this was oozing with meaning for me. That's oozing, how, yeah, really? That's how oozing. bad it was. Are you ready I am. to break down this transition? The wedding dress, yes. It's like we're going to analyze and scrutinize this. A wedding dress. It's all of it. You don't even know where I'm going because I. it's like I saw it all just come together in like this glorious hallelujah moment. So let me break this down for you. Over there, since you probably just skipped right over it, went to the euphemism, shows where your mind <laughs> I went, is. I went straight to the end. <laughs> yeah, you did. See, I knew it. It's not just the dress, but it's the entire scene that abruptly changes from Will climbing along the front of the Dutchman, this abrupt transition to the underwater dress, to the distressed, uh, maybe slightly depressed Elizabeth. That kind of unexpected hard cut from Sailing Dutchman to the dress. It's not just the cut of the film, but it's a hard stop in the music as well. That's what's going on there. There's this idea of pursuit, this music that's kind of plays right into pursuit music. And then there's like these ominous undertones too. It's like a miss, not miss, a mix match of Will pursuing the rescue of Elizabeth, but at the same time recognizing the presence of Davy Jones, kind of this resident octopus bad guy kind of thing. It's like we're not out of danger yet, but we're still kind of in this hero mode to a point. Because then there's this idea of a pursuit that comes to a quick end as we see Elizabeth's dress floating. And like I said, it's suspended. Her marriage, her life, everything is in this state of suspension. Like the dress, she's floating. She's uh, at the whim of the current. She's uh, bobbing along, you know? Singing a song. Yeah, what is that? Side by side. No, there's another one. No, that's even wrong. What? what did you just mix up there? Because there's bobbing along. Oh, what is that? Bobbing along. Bobbing along on the bottom of the beautiful briny sea. Wasn't that a I have no clue song from a Disney singing. movie? Like that, That's an Angela Lansbury song. What the hell is that? What is that? Something escapes me at the moment. But it would have been such a tangent that's like breaking up the point I was trying to make. Wait, is it bed knobs and broomsticks? Kind of that it mix. It is Angela Lansbury. Bobbing along, bobbing along. Now I'm going to get stuck on it. It's got to be bed knobs and broomsticks, right? Yeah. Yes. Are they on the... On the uh... I think they're under... No, they're... God, the tangents that come off this show. They're on that bed under the water. That's what it is. That's exactly okay. what it is. Okay. Bed knobs and broomsticks. Okay. There we go. 
now that we got that out of the way. Thank God. At least we're on Disney point, though. But the point I was making is her life is on hold, not Angela Lansbury. <laughs> Elizabeth. She's waiting for her and Will to be reunited. Kind of end all this craziness. Because not only that, the transition from the dress to Elizabeth thinking about all this, it's a little depressed. And it gives us a fade, too. So we have, like, the hard cut from ship to ocean underwater yeah. to a fade from ocean underwater dress to Elizabeth. Because it's also a memory. And Elizabeth looking out. Yeah, she's staring off into the distance. And it's a memory to what she had at the beginning of the film. A wedding on Port Royal, her father was there. All was looking up for her in a semi-pirate's life, maybe. And then there's this callback to the Curse of the Black Pearl with the dress just floating there. Getting back to where it all started. Yeah. Because there's a bit of a music box sound, too, that's intertwined with this kind of, like, echo effect. It's like a... A sea creature thing. or it's like, I think it's representative of a leviathan, kind of the kraken thing. Yeah. Which is the elephant in the room, or the kraken in the room, however you would want to say that. Because it's not just the literal kraken, but Elizabeth's feelings. Kind of these betrayal of will because a lingering thing for Jack. That's the elephant in the room. That's the leviathan going on here. And there's so much going on with these few seconds in minute 100. It's astoundingly great and like perfect with this kind of entire tone. Gore... And that's Gore Verbinski. We're on a first name basis. <laughs> it's giving us like this whirlwind of emotion. Will is on his way. Elizabeth is on her way. Again. To greatness. Yeah, it's kind of not to greatness. To piratists. To pirate. But it's kind of a gift of the Magi thing. They're both kind of like coming together. Both coming to a halt point. Yeah. It's like the original Overboard. There was like that story that connected them. Kind of it was a myth. Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell coming together at the end of the movie. Katarina! Arturo! Then they jump into the water. All ends happily. She reveals that, wait, it's my money. Or something like that. She is a mermaid? She's not a mermaid. That's Splash. Jeez. <laughs> you have no clue they what's going on. They jumped in the water. So I figured they did. Have you ever seen Overboard? They're mermaids. It's been a... She's on her yacht. They're pursuing in a Coast Guard. There's all of a sudden like some kind of drug bust or whatever. They're going to have to go out and rescue somebody. And he... Doesn't want to leave, and so they turn around, so he jumps in the water. Now we're on to overboard tangent. Okay, anyways, swashbuckler is what we're talking about. Because it's like a, a good uplifting swashbuckler. Verbinski doesn't let us wallow in that sorrow of Elizabeth very long as Jack enters the scene and gets, well, we get hit with like this marriage bomb. <laughs> and why it works is because his immediate reaction is, WTF? Did she just say marriage? Yeah, right? Wait a second, I'm a free man. I'm a pirate. But then it kind of settles with him. Hey, I uh, could use a little Elizabeth. A little bit of Elizabeth in my life. <laughs> a little bit of rum by the night. Let's all rock out to Mambo number five. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? He's, he thought about it. He's like, wait a second. That might not be all that bad. Not that Jack wants a long-term relationship, but hey, could be a fun voyage. Might make for a fun voyage to yeah. go meet Davy Jones. He doesn't know what's coming. Or maybe he does, and that's what he's trying for. Euphemism, think. <laughs> but for the plot, it reinforces that notion of a possible romantic connection between them. You know, because she's playing hard to get. Jack's just playing, of course. But for the plot, though, it introduces the element of what, like, kind of this lifestyle Elizabeth really wants. He's like wooing her to the dark side, so to speak. I mean, because you don't want a typical aristocratic life there, Elizabeth. The corsets, I mean, the perfume... We can be stinky together on the ship. <laughs> we can be free sailing the world together. 
right? Because that's actually the entire point of both these minutes. It's the struggle. Not between each other, not between Jack and Elizabeth. Jack's simply like that little devil on the shoulder, whispering in her ear. Sweet nothings? Sweet somethings. (laughs) Based on what we saw in a previous conversation with them. But it's an internal struggle for her. Has she made the right decision? Does she really want to settle down or pursue that free as a sparrow pirate life she dreamed about? Or uh, sang about as a little girl? Or the Dauntless? Upset Gibbs? But it content, you know, and this is the whole thing with her. Because it can, this, this pirate infatuation continued into her young woman adult world. Right. And ultimately getting a taste of the piracy by claiming parlay. You know, she continued all that. She got a piece of what it was to be a pirate. Right. So she's wondering if marrying Will ends that dream or if it just expands it. Gives her some uh, kind of that, well, maybe it gives her someone to have that adventure with. Continuing that adventure that she had in Curse of the Black Pearl. The dress, the callback, a freaking full circle. That's what I have to say. Okay, but you think if she were to marry Will, let's say they weren't on an adventure and she would have married Will. Wouldn't they just go into the life of landlubbers? That's what I'm saying. That's exactly my point that I just made. I thought you said, uh, I misunderstood, sorry. Yeah, because if she kind of goes down that road with Will, there's that notion of her just being in that aristocratic lifestyle. Jack's trying to say, hey, you don't have to go there. You could be as free as a pirate. So that's what I was saying. She's wondering if, If she marries Will, does it end that dream of hers to be a pirate, to have that constant adventure? Right. Or does it just give her somebody to have that adventure with, like in Curse of the Black Pearl? That she doesn't know. Right. But that's like the whole callback with the dress. These are all the things that she's thinking about. That was what I was saying is the full circle. And, you know, I basically dropped the minute 101 kind of thing. Because a, a, it's a bit like cheating, yeah. But I can do so with the new format. That's what's nice about it. Because it carries on with the same idea. It's like this back and forth Jack trying to convince Elizabeth. Lizzie, as I call her. <laughs> to go the way of the <laughs> pirate. It's like, give it a try. I'll give you the first uh, hit for free. Wow. You know? Now they're doing hits. Yeah. Although it would be like against the code of the pirate brother and not to give the... A nod to the euphemism we literally end on. Because it's not so much that she drops the, why doesn't your compass work? That whole question there. That yeah. rude question. Firstly. The rude question. That is rude, by the way. Secondly. No, she means it literally. His compass. Oh, I don't think why she meant doesn't that literally. It work? This is pirate action here. Trust me. I learned at the uh, pirate festival when I ordered the captain's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that lady. It's a brave man. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> wants. Uh, I will always have that memory. 
<laughs> but it's that, like, it's a quick change of the subject, actually, that what was going on there. Because we were talking about Elizabeth's future, and then she throws out the limp compass comment. And that's what's interesting. Yeah. She completely changes the subject on it. Well, she doesn't want to think about the life of a pirate when she that's was destined right. to be the life of a landlubber. Be the... Not even that. It's like in the aristocracy. Just high society. Landlubber be, sounds better. You, no, but for her, it's being prim yes. and proper. That's yes. even worse. Right. She's got to adhere to the code of the... So she doesn't want to think about High society that. ladies. Because she promised Will she would marry him. And yeah. now she's second guessing that. Exactly. So what is your take on all this? Are these like minutes 100, 101 as like a whole? Essentially doubling down on this like misdirection of where Elizabeth's heart really lies? Or maybe who's holding her heart? Is that what's going on here? I don't think it's like trying to confuse the audience. I think she really does not know what she wants at this point in time. She's promised herself to one man, but then the thought of freedom and... Living on the high seas entices her. Because a pirate's first love will always be the sea. You got that right. <laughs> you know, so uh-huh. I don't think it's it's trying to confuse the audience. I think it's more of she's confused. Maybe not her necessarily. Her com- doesn't know where to point. Maybe. Ooh. Well, that's pretty good. Yes. So both their compasses are broken. Exactly. It's just harder to tell with a woman, I guess. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> it's not quite as obvious. <laughs> For all you kids out there, <laughs> wait till you get to, uh, what, anatomy in school? Biology. Anatomy or anatomy? Ant-Man. <laughs> Ant-Man? <laughs> Ant- Ant-Manology. Anatomy. There we go. I don't know what I said. I have no clue. I thought you said anatomy. That's anemone. <laughs> A sea anemone. That's on the um, Davy Jones's ship. That's true. Well, that's all I got. That's it for me. That's it Do you for have me. any last words or anything? Nothing? Besides Jack is Darth Vader's second-hand man? Jack is... The, he is in this. There is a lot of Star Wars kind of connections. We yes. talked about that before, though. So then this means only one thing, then, if that's all we got. Head on over to our Facebook page, look for the post, and enter the contest. I mean, come on. Just do it. It's that easy. That's my line, actually. <laughs> You get one entry for liking and commenting on our post, and then you get another two entries just for leaving a review on iTunes. That's three freaking opportunities to have your name in a hat. And then we'll randomly draw a name on August 16th. You have a couple weeks to do that. Thanks for listening, Scallywags, too. If you like the show, give us a review on iTunes. I just said that, but that was for a contest. You don't have to do it for a contest. You can just do it because you want to say, hey, thanks for the show. Thanks for talking Pirates of the Caribbean. It's the first and longest-running Pirates of the Caribbean podcast out there there we go like i said it helps us out and we greatly appreciate it have a question or comment give us a call on the pirate hotline 8637 pirate just might play your voicemail on the show you can also give us a shout at podcast at blackpearlshow.com and don't forget to join the post episode brawls on facebook facebook listeners group and on twitter if you're interested in best of clips you can find us on soundcloud sometimes i haven't been there in a while i need i need to get my act together with all of that God, I got my fingers crossed that I can get my act together this weekend. Anyways, all the links are on blackpearlshow.com. Now here's my line. It's that easy. It's that freaking easy. Quit stealing my stuff. (laughs) We'll be back next Wednesday with the latest episode of the Black Pearl Show. We'll be tackling minutes 102 and 103. Dead Man's Chest. 
like the dirty, filthy bilge rats we are, analyzing, scrutinizing, and plundering. So until then, Scalawax, let's keep the horns swoggling to a minimum, and given the contest has a sword, piracy to a maximum. maximum. There we go. been listening to the black pearl show and we appreciate it scallywags pirates don't need no stinking disclaimers but just for fun i think all you dirty filthy bilge rats know that disney and bruckheimer films have no affiliation with us at all and we have none with those blooming cockroaches we talk about pirates of the caribbean which is their property and all that other fun stuff but i think it's obvious what's ours and what's theirs there's no need to blur the lines or stir up a bloody rum-filled sweat as for the music that's with permission or licensed under Creative Commons. So let's give a shout out to Ross Bugden, Six Nail Coffin, and Tommy Wynn. The rest? Well, that's just me. Oh, maybe Heather. This is a Shout Reach Media Production.